Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. That's right. It's the fourth week of the Infectious Groove podcast, just for funsies tournament. No, fourth. not funsies. It's the fourth week of the new rounds. The new rounds, yeah. I was oh. like, I feel like we've been doing this for that long. You look so confused. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I thought your your face said it wasn't for funsies, but it was just confusion. That was, I wasn't understanding yep. it. So, anyways, you are hearing me. My name is Ross, and along with me, as always, is Kyle. And oh, I moved your I moved your uh, your drop on the buttons, but uh, Kyle is with me along with. Michelle is here, and she, you guys, I wish we did webcams, because she looks so pleased every time that drop happens. She gets so mad. It's so she, funny. It's, it's wonderful. You get mad. You should see the feedback we got on all the episodes leading up to it. So, speaking of feedback, last week's episode was, in fact, uh, Dermot Kennedy's Without Fear LP versus Pearl Jam 10. We all voted on it. Um, Kyle actually voted against his own record uh, last week, but uh, based on the strength of Pearl Jam 10, it's, it's, it's a hell of a record. So, Michelle stood her ground, dug her heels in. If you know Michelle personally, that is in no way, shape, or form a surprise. <laughs> Michelle stuck by uh, Dermot Kennedy. So, now, we did get a bunch of feedback this week, and this week was not as uh, close as last week's, but uh, there was still, and we just talked about right before we went air, there were a lot of people who had never heard the record by Dermot Kennedy, and one of the reasons why we even started the show was to get more people to listen to more music and not say, oh, there's nothing out there that I want to listen to. So it's great for that, us to see that. That makes me just as happy as it as, as if it would have, it would have won. Yeah, right yeah, on. It's getting people to listen to it. So Right on. I wish I had that feeling about Pet Sounds, but I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. So anyway, uh, speaking of uh, all the feedback, we greatly appreciate it. Let's get into it. That's right, David Gilmore. Where would rock and roll be without feedback? Uh, who's going first? Michelle and Kyle got a whole bunch of uh, feedback to share with with everybody. Michelle is sternly pointing. Oh, they're Rochambeauing for it. This is exciting. Both both scissors. Uh, okay. <laughs> Paper and rock. Uh, Wait, is, who, does that mean I go first or so, does that mean I go second? Well, they go, just go first. <laughs> Would you just go first? Oh, yeah, you just beat me to go first. That's what you're doing. Uh, All right, here we go. Mario G says that he starts out um, saying he was not a 
or is not a big Pearl Jam fan. He doesn't dislike them, but they're kind of just there for him. He said 10 is a great album from start to finish, and this is probably his only third listen to the whole record. Um, he says, there are no stinkers, as they say. They and being you. They in air quotes, yeah. Yeah, they being you. Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. they is the government, but hey. But, but uh, hashtag no stinkers. Yeah. Then he makes a jab at uh, Dermot Kennedy here, and he says that... Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, he understands how you could really enjoy this Mumford and, oh, sorry, Dermot Kennedy album. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, I will say, Mario called me this week to verbalize all of this before putting it in print. Yeah, so uh, he, he said he can really sound enjoy. Like Marcus Mumford. I don't think so either. And he also said we've heard this album several times before, and this is in air quotes. In, in quotes. Yeah. No, it's in quotes. Uh, we have to use air quotes. Yeah. We don't have to. He said it's pretty much uh, the same all the way. Unfortunately for Dermot, he ran into uh, an all-time great album that he doesn't stand a chance against. Yeah. Um, which true is that. true. Which is kind of what happened with you and your vote, Kyle. Can't, he said, be, uh, can't be disrespecting any better like that. Yeah. No. He said that, what is the worst song on 10? And which I feel like we all know what my answer is. Yeah. So. There's a lot of feedback about your answer. But <laughs> <go on. laughs> um, But surprisingly, his, uh, his, his vote is for uh, Pearl Jam. So. Yeah, hard to believe. Um, um, there was a signature at the end of Mario's um, uh, it's feedback. Been, it's been redacted. It's been redacted yeah. for... Uh, well, it's just you can't say things on the show unless they're totally factual. Oh yeah, and what he said is, the remark, is false. The, yeah. the remark, well, the remark that he made is in, it's in progress, so yeah. you, you can't just state it. As Come fact, at so. me, bro. Folks, <laughs> Kyle, what do you got? Uh, I have something here from Stacy R, which I presume is uh, the wifey. It is. As okay. a of fact. She says Pearl Jam, no question. Love so it. I, guess, uh, I like when I saw that. I was like, fair, it's straight into the point, you know. <laughs> and, and and I like that because that encourages that. Like I feel like some people might go to our Facebook page and see like what a Chris Adams or James Porter or Mario, you know, might write and be like, I don't know that much <laughs> about this, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and it's okay to stop by and just be like, here's my truth bomb. Bye. What else you got, Kyle? Uh, Joe Hart says, I really wanted to give that Dermont Kennedy album that beat that crappy Beach Bums album out <laughs> a listen before passing judgment, but life hasn't made that possible. Ten is easily in my top ten favorites of all time and undeniably the best PJ album. So in clear upset, I'll go with ten. So I do appreciate that he tried to yeah, find time yeah, yeah. for Dermot Kennedy. Um, also, ten is not the best Pearl Jam album. Yield is the best Pearl Jam album. Mm. So I'll, we'll leave that discussion I'll, for a different I'll, day. Oh, don't worry. Joe and I have been arguing about music really, really hard for like ten years at least. So I'll t- <laughs> I'll take that offline with uh, with Joe. Michelle, what else do you got? Jamie P. Um, wrote another novel, which I love to read. His comments are so good. I know, and they're so detailed. Yep. He just put, for Pearl Jam 10, I mean, damn, the whole band is on fire. Fire is I forgot what record case. it was in the tournament. There was uh, my entire notes, uh, let's say Dark Side of the Moon, my entire notes that I wrote down was, I mean, damn. <laughs> and that was it. Um, so, I hear you, Jamie. He said that the... At the time, the vocals were unlike anything else that we had heard up to that point. The lyrics were brave for tackling um, abuse, suicide, violence, bullying, and so much more in those times that were not discussed. Um, it's a great point. The A-side of this album could go up against just other any other album A-side, and then he lists a couple, like a dozen different A-sides that he would put it up against, and it would fare. Yeah. Um, never mind the Black Album, Octum Baby, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, just to name a few. Then he goes on to talk th- about... Those are all records that came out the same year. Oh, and I, we're still, oh it came out in 1991. And, Sorry, and I missed we're that part. still talking about 10. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, this is not at all to like bag on one artist over another, but like, what else do you know of really who still talks about the, the amazing albums that came out in 2010? Nobody, but we all know 21 by Adele, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Pearl Jam 10 was up against the Black Album, Octane yeah, Baby, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic, like, No More Tears. I don't even know if he mentioned that by Ozzy. Use Your Illusion he 1 did. and 2. Like, oh, no. and we still talk about this record with reverence. Like, that's how good this record yeah, that's is. That's crazy. But I'm sorry, go on. He said it bridges the gap between. Between the old guard of rock and roll and grunge, which I can agree yeah, with. Absolutely. And then he goes on to talk about Dermot Kennedy. Um, he said he wanted to love or hate this album. He wanted to hate it because that sounds lost. <laughs> but he was left denied on both accounts. He said, for me, the record does not stand out from the crowd of music that follows in the same formula. Good vocals over basic chords and the drum machine kicking in when the audience is supposed to feel something. Um, he said he could see how you could sing along to the in the car to a few songs and that Rome is the strongest song, but that it's very formulated, which I... You know, yeah. I, I don't think that's well, necessarily a bad thing. Everything, but. I mean, of course, everything with art is subjective, but none of that is like, and this is the worst thing ever. Right. You know? right, right. For a dude that admittedly says he went into it wanting to either <laughs> yeah. you know, have an extreme emotion. <laughs> yes. So he goes on to say that the rest of the album is very one note. And he thinks that, especially on a debut album, you'd have to show your musical range so the audience has something to look forward to. And then he's... He, and that's uh, conversely something that's in favor of Pearl Jam, because there's so many different sounds right. in that one record that they went to expand on later. Yep. And then uh, he said, you may be surprised to read, but his vote is for 10. I'm stunned. He picked 10? He picked <laughs> Pearl Jam 10? No idea. Go ahead, Kyle. What else we got? Friend of the show, Joe. Friend of the show, Joe. Who we're still waiting for to come on this goddamn show. I know. It's insane. Where are you at, Joe? You know what? Not so friend of the show, Joe. Ex-friend of the show, Joe? No, we don't say (laughs) ex-friend of the show, Joe. (laughs) He said, for me, it's Pearl Jam by a country mile. Ten is flawless, start to finish, and is one of, if not the greatest debut record in the history of rock music. The songs aren't just great, many of them are iconic. The album is a cornerstone for a generation and continues to age magnificently. And I argue that Once is the perfect opening track, as it sets up for the rest of what the album has to offer. That's so weird that Joe would say that, because our own resident expert (laughs) said, I think you called Once a stinker. Hold on, I never said I was an expert. You were uh, an appointed expert. Yes, for sure, appointed. <laughs> you can't help. You can't help. I like, thrust it's like an you. honorary degree. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he also Go said ahead. that the album delivered on its promise. Ten out of ten for ten. Oh, oh boy! Now, now I know you disagree with friend of the show, Joe. <laughs> uh, or uh, oh, you know what? Acquaintance of the show, Joe. <laughs> that's that's what we're we calling for. Demoted. Um, Chris A says he did listen to Dermot, and uh, it's just not his style, not his jammy jam. Um, he said he should feel like he should abstain from voting because of, for me, it's not a Coke to Pepsi. It's more like a beer to water. water. I don't hate water, but I enjoy beer a whole lot more. Yeah, it sounds like Chris is voting. <laughs> <laughs> without, Whether he likes to or not. Without voting, he's, he's voting. And there's you have at least one more, right? right oh, I got two more. Oh, damn. Uh, Mike D says, Pearl Jam 10. Bob Marley once said, one good thing about music, when it hits you, feel no pain. Ten does that, and it hits well, you on the opening Bob, track. Bob Marley was also using other <laughs> Feeling things. Feeling no pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using other things. Not but, because of music. But that's a great quote. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, go on. If it gets your attention and keeps it, Dermot Kenny didn't do that. I listened to it and kept hoping it would get better, and it didn't. It's really not my jammy jam. Oh, boy. That's two that are not jammy So how much money do they owe us for using that? Damn well, for, the oh, uh, for the trademark? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, and yeah, well, we'll discuss that with everybody later. We'll get the bills in the mail. Yeah, absolutely. To that, I say, dammy damn. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's dammy damn. <laughs> 
Uh, Jeffrey D., which is Jeffrey Dobbin, I uh, assume. Jeffrey no. D., uh, last commenter of the feedback and most recent paid supporter of the show. Ah, boom. Oh, thanks, Jeffrey D. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, I had never heard of Dermont Kennedy. However, I went to Amazon Music and listened. Shameless plug there, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the complete album. I will say I, I, that I did enjoy it, and I wasn't expecting that. I'm usually not a like-it first-time listener. This guy can write some lyrics. I'm not sure who dumped him before he wrote this album, but she's not a nice person. And I gather from the songs. That's one of my favorite comments we received this week. Uh, it says, I think he might be clinically depressed over it. Uh, the album itself is very monotone to me. The same cadence and same tone to, uh, to his voice. It isn't unpleasant. I did enjoy it, but it's nothing I would be listening to in five years or ten years. That sounds like a Michelle review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that, though, and this is what I was talking about with the, with the staying power of ten. Like, I truly don't. Like, if we went in five years in the future, like, as passionate as both of you are about that record, like, I don't see both of you in five years still being like... Yeah, but I just... You gotta go like back and listen to that. that much. That's fine. You actually you liked ten, I think, more than you figured you would. No, for sure. But like, I, mean, I once, would never. Once you got past once. <laughs> I would just never, on my own, put on Pearl Jam if it's on the radio. I leave it. That's because you haven't listened to Yield Front to Back yet. He uh, he also did say that uh, Dermot Kennedy is a talented lyricist, and he will give him that. Now, as for Pearl Jam ten. This is an absolute masterpiece of music. There isn't a bad song anywhere on it. They sound like Wait, they've been not even once, <laughs> not even once. No singers. They sound like they've been playing together for decades. From once to release, this album is one of the best ever from any group. I can listen to this over and over again. Vetter is the man. My vote: Pearl Jam, ten. Wait, so how many people voted for Dermot Kennedy? Uh, you. <laughs> there was. Hold on. Let me let me tell you this up real quick. There was you. Um, and then there was um. Oh, you voted. You <laughs> voted for there, like, In that last thing, there was actually more positive stuff about Dermot Kennedy than there was Pearl Jam broken down. Uh, one, one thing, we, we already mentioned this, but like just the fact that we have listeners who will go and give something a shot that they've never heard of, and almost nobody uses Amazon Music, and Jeff's like, I'm going to go find this how I have to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to, mm-hmm. to take an honest listen to it. And even Joe Hart, with everything that he's got going on, was like, I still tried to do this, but in his defense, like, if 10 is in your top 10 records of all time, like, this one's not going to come out. Come you out, don't come know out, that. Come out and knock it out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I one, one time I had a friend pick this record over Pet Sounds, which, like, nobody would, so you never know, I guess. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Pearl Jam 10 moving on to the tournament and we are uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty now where it's going to get shitty yeah things are about to get real 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 tough speaking of things getting real tough holy cow this week's matchup is <laughs> something else. Uh, we have we have one record that I think had it easy, and you even said it in the episode where it won, where you were like, "Well, I, if I would have known this record was going to go up against that one, like, yeah, yeah." You know, we have Michael Jackson's Thriller knocked out, uh, Silver Sun pickups, Carnivas, and like you said, even that, like, damn it, you know, I wish this hadn't gone up against Thriller. But Purple Rain has already accomplished a massive feat in the tournament and took out Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Yeah, which is something. Which is crazy. And that was uh, one of the first episodes where we had to put it to a vote mm. to the crowd. Because, mm-hmm. Michelle, could, you were supposed to pick one, but you couldn't even make up your mind. I couldn't. So what we have coming up this week is a record that is universally loved in Thriller and a record that already accomplished a massive feat in the tournament. are both meeting head-to-head, mm-hmm. which is a little bit insane. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit insane. Things are, things are getting crazy. So we are going to do what we always do now. Um, uh, side note. I, I say this. I said this last week, and and I can't stress enough. We love the feedback. 
we love the feedback. I love to read it. Yeah, Give us to, feedback. Love to read it. And uh, especially, I think this week, um, I think there's going to be people that are going to start writing their comments, having made up their mind, and then talk themselves in, in, in and out of their decision <laughs> like four times over the course of their... Uh, yeah, let us see your thought process. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about seeing that. So I feel like next week's going to be like a 45-minute episode of just the feedback, <laughs> you know, just reading the feedback and yeah. then going from there. So uh, give us a minute. We're going to take a break, and then we will uh, come back in just a couple of minutes and give you our votes and a little chit and a little chat about how we feel about those two records. We'll be back with you in just a minute. In a world of utter randomness, one podcast stood out from the bunch, and it was The Amazing World of Talking Shiz. (coughs) Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, Yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus... Is it's definitely not, not focused there. on at all. No. Uh, our podcast is definitely um, no theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international. International. Very, yes. very well. So tune in. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. See you there. Christy. And I'm Leighton. And together we are a new podcast on whiskey tasting called Married, Married Mash. Mash. Where we discuss life, family, and pretty much anything. Yep. And Leighton brings a new whiskey for me to try. Will we clink it? Or will we sink it? Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, always drink responsibly. Indeed. <laughs> All right, we're back. We had everybody's feedback, and it was a pretty decisive situation where Pearl Jam 10 is moving on in the tournament, and this week is uh, anything but decisive for most folks. Um, I like I literally, three or four weeks ago, when I knew this matchup was going to happen, I started thinking about it then. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working out for you? So, oh, I very much have made up my mind. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, you would think me of all people, where I know everybody on the show can't see us, but I literally, on my left leg, I have a Michael Jackson and tattoo on the left side and prints on the other. So I'm quite divided about this whole situation. But I will say this before we get into the whole what we decided in, in discussing it. I will tell you that neither of these records are even my favorites by these artists. Thriller is my fourth favorite Michael Jackson record, and I couldn't even tell you. Purple Rain's at least second or third hmm. for me. With I don't know that I have a favorite from either of these two artists overall. Oh, you sound like a man who hasn't listened to Invincible or History enough. Uh, yeah, actually, I grew up listening to History because that's one of the ones my, the double disc is one of the ones my that's mom had. Such yeah, a, that's a, it, that is great. I don't even, like, I mean, History continues. Yeah. You know, like, okay. you, you can't count the greatest hits as a, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I like Thriller, but it's my fourth favorite record by him. So anyways, uh, enough of that. Let's move on to our actual discussion. So Kyle, which one, if you got Purple Rain and Thriller both laying on the, the coffee table, which one are you picking up? Uh, damn it, man. Um, That's not an option. <laughs> yeah. Damn I it, had, man. All right. <laughs> I had to do some real. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. So separation of sentiment versus what is better than the other. And I think that's where we're going with the tournament. Yeah. I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more with some yeah. of the matchups coming, but, but go on. Um, ultimately chose Purple Rain. 
screen. Boom. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to re- reply to that or have some sort of emotion about it. So that's Yay. why. I, that's why I took a drink because I thought you were going to have a comment. I thought you were into a spit take. <laughs> yeah, just all over everything. So yeah, Purple Rain for Kyle, Michelle. What do you got? Thriller or Purple Rain? I feel like I a know what your answer is and why, but go on. <laughs> No, 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 I'm thinking of what you think yeah, my answer is. I know, because you want to throw it the other way. Yeah, because you can't tell me what to do. Right. A Purple Rain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that, first of all, I thought, you were, I thought I th- she was going to say Thriller I for thought sure. for sure you were going to say Thriller, and I thought it was going to be based on PYT alone. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I will say this. So after we let it go to a vote for Purple Rain and Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. every time someone voted for Purple Rain, I, my heart broke a little, which means that I really wanted Fleetwood Mac to win, but like I didn't really realize it until people were t- saying that they liked... So I rarely sports, but... The- this is like when the New Jersey Devils beat the Red Wings in the playoffs, and so we all have to root for them to the end because they're... Yes. Oh, God, okay. that's okay. awful. No, no, well, I, what I was going to say is... To, I went back to, like, 96 for yeah, that. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, so I feel like that is my horse now. Yeah, but, yeah. well, yeah. so I also chose Purple Rain. Oh, boy. And here's, here's why. Now, let's look at this, I guess, as much of a, for lack of a better term, scientific way. There are stinkers on Thriller, and I... Again, I cried for weeks when Michael Jackson passed. I have a gigantic poster of him behind me. I have the beaded jacket. I've got the glove. Nobody call into question me being a Michael Jackson fan because I'm picking Thriller over, or I'm sorry, Purple Rain over Thriller. The situation is this. Baby Be Mine, I could take her leave. The Lady in My Life, I could take her leave. Um, the most controversial I track for me. Agree with that. The most controversial track for me is PYT. I could take or leave that track, and I, I, like, uh, I, I do know, love some I know PYT. Everyone on earth loves that, but me. Like, don't get me wrong. If you put it on PYT, I'm not going to be like, when's this garbage going to be over? But like, I would never. If I was going to make you a playlist of 100 Michael Jackson songs, that would be number 100. It's just really. It's just yeah. You just, just said you didn't like the other two, and you said that would be. The one. I wouldn't include them on the. They wouldn't make the. They wouldn't make the cut at all. Noted. And but then, PYT does. And then, so that's all that matters. Purple Rain, I'm going to do this off the top of my head, so forgive me if I forget something. Let's Go Crazy, not a stinker. Oh, man. Take Me With You, not a stinker. The Beautiful Ones, Computer Blue. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Computer Blue. I think I, I think you don't get Computer Blue. Uh, is it because you don't get it? I think it is because you don't get it. That song is so... It's almost a progressive rock song right in the middle of this album. But so, uh, Darling Nikki, When Doves Cry... I would die for you, baby. I'm a star. Purple rain. The other day, uh, I was sitting in line uh, waiting for ice cream in the drive-through, and uh, <laughs> wait, are, do you want to save this for after the show, or does no, this no. have anything to no, do no, with no, Purple Rain? <laughs> I thought Michelle was just like, "Hey, you guys, guess what? <laughs> I got ice I cream. I see the buttons red, but I need to tell you this ice cream story real quick." <laughs> so I was sitting in line in my car, and Purple Rain came on the radio, the song. and the song, and I like, so it's like 90 degrees outside, and I literally rolled down my windows and blasted blast it. it to like, I wanted to treat everybody outside to that song and then I put on the album after that Purple so, Rain like, the, 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 the title cut is one of those songs that like uh, we've talked about this before with like Pink Floyd like I don't like that another brick in the wall is what they're known for yeah. mm-hmm. you know it, like, on the wall alone there's like so much better than that song if Prince was only known for the title song from Purple Rain okay like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'll put my name on that yeah. you know what I mean I mean it's, it's like a ballad and a blues jam and the lyrics are deep enough to where it could mean anything to anyone yeah yeah. You right, know, yeah. and I also know people that are like, what the fuck does Purple Rain mean? You know what I mean? Like, it, it can, 
you can make up your own meaning to it. It, it very much has a meaning. I think I've explained it to you before, haven't I? The meaning behind. Oh, we talked about it this week. Yeah, it, it, like the actual what Prince's meaning was behind that phrase, "purple rain," and it just everything about it is just perfect. Like if that's all he was ever known for, I would be like, okay, that's fine. I'm now anybody that comes over the house, I'm going to play like 37 other Prince records for you. But <laughs> you know, and again, what I touched on earlier is like with Michael bad there's not a bad song on bad like the whole record is flawless front to back he did it again with dangerous there's like there's like maybe a stinker on dangerous i feel like people are like no there's not but i think there's at least one and then history is freaking flawless for like a bunch of different reasons oh yeah and i would damn i've been on such an invincible kick lately that uh thriller might be whittling its way down to number five. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah and uh but with purple rain Prince had so many different genres that it's almost hard for me to rank his music. Like, Michael is very in the lane, mm-hmm. you know, and it's easy for me to go, these are all R&B records, and I'm gonna... It's almost hard for me to, to judge Purple Rain against a psychedelic rock record like Around the World in a Day, or an album with every genre ever, like uh, Sign of the Times, or the the Symbol record. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost yeah. hard for me to even compare them. I, I also think that part of me is like, um, music snob about it, like, I don't want Purple Rain to be my favorite, just because you're not supposed to have Purple Rain as your favorite. Like, you <laughs> You liked um, it before it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I definitely didn't like Purple Rain before it was cool. I liked Purple Rain about a year and a half after it was cool. But but the thing with the difference between me and like when everybody else was jumped on Purple Rain as soon as it came out, I got on the Purple Rain right before Around the World in a Day came out. Like right before that. And then I got it. I got Purple Rain and I was like, this is amazing. And then Around the World in a Day came out and like me and four other people ran to buy it because it's so different than Purple Rain. Right. And I love that record so much that it kicked off like the rest of my Prince fandom. So I didn't even really soak in and appreciate Purple Rain for what it is until shit, 92, 3, 4. Like I really didn't even go back because at the time Prince was like every two minutes you'd be like, is that, didn't the Prince album just come out? Why is there a new Prince album? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and even like a, I talk about the train a lot that he went on ridiculous train anyway but it's like within a year he put out like um purple rain around the world in a day parade love sexy sign of the times and i feel like i'm forgetting one but like all those records came out like one year apart and sign of the times I was, meant they all came out in the same year i was like what <laughs> yeah. well he recorded a whole bunch of a lot of it in the same year but they were all released like one year apart who can understand who amongst us understands why warner had a problem with prince turning in too many records you know right. warner was like you know we have to like promote this for a minute you know <laughs> but but like I literally would turn around and like when Sign of the Times came out, I was like, how is that another Prince? Up? God damn it. This is a double. You know, like, like It was just amazing to me that yeah, he did that so much. So, now, all none of that discounts Thriller. And I think anybody who picks Thriller over Purple Rain, in my opinion, is you're judging it more on the cultural phenomenon that it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like also the hits that are on there are just so they're massive. Good. So like they're it kind massive. of all, it kind of makes makes up for the stinkers, but yeah, I just like the Prince album front to back. Yeah. Besides, besides, well, like computer uh, blue. B- b- like. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to get hit today? I, yeah, I think today's the day. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are uh, going to be here on Friday night, uh, or tonight, I should say, since the episode's coming out on Friday. <laughs> but if y'all come over on Friday, I'm going to play Computer Blue until you get it. <laughs> 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 keep, 
I, I will. I think I said this during the episode, and uh, you might not know this, but Computer Blue is actually two songs. He yes. wanted, yeah, it was That's two separate songs, like. and he uh, didn't. There wasn't space to include both songs, so he put them together into one. So how does that make more space? He chopped out parts of each song, and where it shifts in the middle, where it uh, switches to the uh, doom, 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 where the bass line comes in. He like cut the intro off of that song and cut the outro out of the other, and made a perfect fantastic. Oh, you guys, she's shaking her head. Yes, she gets it now. No, nope. I, I just did it. She gets it now. So. Nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, uh, believe it or not, and I get another chance to use a drop. All of us agree that Purple Rain is. Right, 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 right. Yep. That is too I, true. Nothing is taking away from, from Thriller. Thriller no. is yeah. a, a masterpiece in its own right. And yes, I can say that about a record with stickers. I think that you can be a masterpiece still. I had, to, I had to emotionally detach myself from that record because I that I grew up listening to a lot of Michael Jackson, specifically that record, and not a lot of Prince stuff. Mm-hmm. But the stinkers on Thriller get in the way of the non-stinkers. Oh, I agree. And n- there's nothing stinky about Purple Rain, so... <laughs> No poo-poo. <laughs> I mean, like, I literally, I can see from here. I can't see the other thing from here, but literally, I have an exact replica of the beater jacket. Around the corner, I have an exact replica of the uh, Billie Jean glove. That's how much I love. Moonwalker video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see from here that I have a full-size Moonwalker arcade game. Like, my loyalty to Michael Jackson cannot be called into question over this. But I just, between the two records, and, and me personally, I almost look at this as, and what you talked about, how monster some of the songs are. Mm-hmm. For me, I would put up Beat It, Billie Jean, and Human Nature like that run. Those three songs are what I would make my discussion against Thriller or yeah. Purple Rain with. Do you know what I'm saying? I could, I could see that. Yeah. Like before you even worry about the title cut or want to be starting something, like really to me, the nitty gritty boils down to those those three tracks are the ones that are could even, those three tracks alone could go up against Purple Rain. Yes. Yeah, t- like I told you, I, I grew up with a Thriller video like scaring the absolute shit out of me. Like forever and ever and ever and ever, and I just that I don't know. I just uh, I listened to that record a lot when I was younger, and uh, started listening. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody did. Yeah, I started <laughs> yeah. listening to Prince later in life, and then came to the realization that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing, and we can't. This doesn't count in the tournament. But when you listen to like the twelve inch remixes from Purple Rain and find out that the dude had, like, more genius that he had to whittle down. (laughs) You know, like, there's a 12-inch remix of uh, Let's Go Crazy, and every time I play it for somebody, I'm like, this is the definitive version of the song. It's, like, three minutes longer than the one that's on the record, and it's it's a shit ton better than the one that's on the record. No, you should... You haven't heard this. You need to hear it. It's fantastic. I think you played it for me, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, No, absolutely. I played it for you. Yeah, and and I'm pretty sure the volume level started at, like, five, and it was on, like, 17 (laughs) by the end of the song. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that is where we stand. I'm quite surprised that all three of us picked the one record. Um, it was tough, man. Yeah, and uh, that's the way it's going to fall for us. And that doesn't mean that that's the winner. We very well could have the vote go the other way. You know, you never know. Uh, yeah, that's true. There, there might be a super big Baby Be Mine fan out there who <laughs> who thinks we're all crazy. If it is the winner, it'll be the first time that I voted for the winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. that'll be a new accomplishment for you. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, as I mentioned earlier this episode will be out on friday morning and i'll do the usual social media post uh hey here's a clip from the episode and when you get a chance let us know i think the big thing about this though is we don't have people like there's not going to be anybody who has to go look up one record or the other i feel like i'm assuming most people have heard uh, both yeah i feel like they need to give it a good listen though no go for a refresher for sure back to back well because and i feel like i'm like trying to poison the well here but i think if people give 
thriller an honest listen again i think they will be like i don't, I don't remember that song not being so good you know <laughs> or like you know people tune out the stingers and just remember the really good ones oh there, and I you think, know so yeah and you know what one more thing purple rain i think is timeless mm-hmm. as far as the even the, the, even the there's like 80s sounds on there like the, the minneapolis drum machine sound that's all through that record is still timeless as soon as you hit baby be mine you are in 1982 <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and that's one of my big problems with uh pyt is the the like the robotic voice and that stuff i'm like get out of here that's what i say that's what i say <laughs> get out of here with your robotic voice so anyways this episode will be up on friday morning we'll put the usual clip up it'll probably be at a total guess it'll be michelle saying something ridiculous will be in, included in the clip and then we will say uh hey when you get a chance to listen to these two records give us your feedback you don't have to leave a ton of reasons why you can just uh say one album or the other we definitely want to hear if you do have a ton of reasons why as you heard we there was a lot of anguish and despair just now with the two uh, or the three of us trying to yeah. well not you so much you were just like nope purple rain that's it no i do like like you said there's just there's stinkers on thriller and like the the hits do make it like a great album right but it's just when you put it next to purple rain that has like a little bit of a stinger uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not even close so anyways uh so the winner of this round will return and we're getting down to it now we only have i think three episodes left yeah. of the tournament which oh, is shit. crazy now next week's matchup is going to be another one that's insane but for different reasons it's carol king tapestry versus led zeppelin four mm. now both of these records not from you michelle but from the listeners both of these records won on sentimental value mm-hmm. both of them all of the feedback we got on both of these records Probably. was like I used to get, you know, high and listen to Led Zeppelin. I used to drink and listen to Carole King. You know, that, like, we got this comment about both records. Um, that record got me through. They came out the same year, right? Tough, yeah, they came, yeah, so they both came out the same year. at the same time, man. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's going to be another one where people yeah. are going to be like, I don't want to choose. Damn. Yeah. It's going to be fine. And, and, then, and then after that, one, either Led Zeppelin 4 or Tapestry is going to go up against either Thriller or Purple Rain. Like, things are getting real over here. Should Wait. be a whole lot of fun. What? No, Pearl Jam 10 has to go up against something. Oh, yeah, just kidding. (laughs) I was like, you're missing one. Yeah. It's Pearl Jam 10 against what wins today. I'll edit all that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see how it is now. You you do the editing, so you edit out yours. I want so badly to, like, come up with a drop to put in of her being like, you're right, Russ. Anyways, uh, hey, you guys are hearing this on Friday, and if you're hearing this and we sound a little bit overjoyed and a little bit more giddy than usual, uh, just wait till you hear what we have coming for you on Monday. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. We are, we so are, many things. We are giddy, and we are excited, and we thank everybody for listening. We thank everybody for your uh, support. Like I say, we just got ourselves a, uh, a new supporter today. We are very Woo-hoo. thankful for it. And uh, we thank everybody in advance for all of the emotional distress we're going to cause you with the uh, <laughs> tournament going forward. So uh, we greatly appreciate everything about our listeners, and we very much look forward to your feedback. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.